Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. The Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour, the show for all your legal advice. Is that what we're going with? That's correct. Wonderful. And I'm Sebastian. I'm Andy Shoslin. Hello. Hasadiga Ibawai. And I'm Alex. What did that mean? <laughs> well, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> we, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I'm on the outside again. Don't take your legal advice from us. I don't know what's going on. Um, it's been a while since we've all sat down here because I think you had to run away mid... No, just before we did our last one, didn't we? Yeah. Um, look, it was because I was going to the event that I'm going to talk about today. So, <laughs> so You're actually forward planning. You're yeah. like, guys, I need to put a pin in this one. Yep. Okay. I could have talked about what I was going to do, but now I'm going to talk about what I did do. So, so okay, what are you talking sort about of without getting into it? Just give us a bit of a tease. Um, so there's a musical written by the uh, the guys who wrote uh, Basketball. And, <laughs> they're uh, their most famous property, correct? <laughs> yes. And South Park and oh, the likes. What's that? It's, it's called The Book of Mormon. Okay, is that like a so? What is a musical? Was it musical? Yeah, and that's like like a small little indie thing, or it's a little bit a little bigger than indie. Okay, well, it's pretty niche, but uh, I mean yeah. that's a good talking topic. What are you answering? It's, had, it's only had a few million dollars thrown at it. Yeah, in Australia. I yeah, mean, but investors are crazy sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me just throw this little nugget. I was sitting up the top, like right near the back, and yeah. balcony dweller. And our tickets were $150 each. Yeah, that's so right. That's, that's own, what you get. I can only imagine what <laughs> closer tickets would have cost. Where'd you see it at? What, what was it like? Lyric Pack? Theater. Lyric Theater, yeah. my God. I was have, it was in the Lyric? Yeah. Oh. Not to... It wasn't in the ballroom. No, I would have thought a show of that scale would have been in the concert hall. Easy. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. Brisbane it's Entertainment Centre, yeah. In the one in... Boondle, I want to say. Is that the right suburb? No, anyway. it's in South Bank. No, Brisbane. I'm talking a different place. To Brisbane. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I see you. In Boondle, yeah. Yeah. So back row there for like when WWE comes, like the back five rows of the entire thing, top $170. Seriously? Yeah, ridiculous. Ringside's about 1200 Wow. I'm just saying like, yeah, you can pay yeah. some stupid, Gosh. I'm sure that, that your theatre was a lot smaller than the entertainment centre, but oh God, they can charge some stupid prices depending on who it is. Oh, I don't yeah. think I've ever heard of a theatre ticket even front row being close to twelve hundred dollars. Well, this is wrestling, so it's like it's like five theaters. You can pay a lot for a theater seat if you want to. Yeah, I don't think you can pay a thousand dollars for one. No, it's pretty horrible. I will say, I think Ringside also does come with a meet and greet, but 
but Still, they're, but they're it has also to be perks, yeah. Right? And they're all, meet and greet. That's pretty much it, yeah. And wrestling is a one night event, isn't it? Yep, where everybody comes. You, to you, the shows between two to three hours, like when they come and do their tours. Granted, you're seeing people that come to Australia once a year, so yeah. I guess for the diehard fans, it's a big deal. But I've I've gone to two live shows and paid 170 dollars each for the back row area because, well, yeah, both times <laughs> a mistake. Very hard to see what's going on. That's 340 <laughs> McDonald's hamburgers. That is correct. That you just pissed up the wall. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> In the last 15 years, I will say. But yeah. Um, what are you talking about today, Andrew? Well, the Star Wars 9 trailer has dropped. Rise of the Skywalker? Is that right? Or no, Sk- just Skywalker. Rise no, of Skywalker. No, the. Okay. Um, I'm not excited by it at all. Who's but actually ever excited about the idea of a Star Wars movie? Me. I w- yeah, Alex. <laughs> we found him. <laughs> Hunter's over. <laughs> I, I am the niche. <laughs> I, I have to confess, The Last Jedi killed it for me. Uh, Solo was fantastic. I loved it. But Last Jedi killed Star Wars. Um, you know what killed Star Wars for me? Um, what was the first one called? <laughs> <laughs> that one. Dead on, dead on arrival. So, so I, don't, I, I don't want to talk about the trailer necessarily because there's nothing really to say. It's a teaser and there's not that much in it. She does a flip. Oh, God, over a ship. Stupid flip. I have had... 10 great Star Wars experiences in the cinemas. <laughs> what, three of them not in the cinemas, but still cinematic released. So yep. Yes. There you go. We're very different oh. people, aren't we? <laughs> Congratulations. Oh. Thank on you. Your, on your ability to purchase cinema tickets and attend at the and right And enjoy. Venue. Enjoys the part <laughs> in the I Yeah, I, sometimes that's the tricky part. I don't overthink things when I go to movies. Objection. Yeah. Sustained. You're welcome, counsel. That's me. Um, I'm going to be reviewing Phoenix Wright. It's a series of it's story slash lore games that were released back on, the, I want to say the Game Boy Advanced, that have just had a full re-release on the Nintendo Switch and the PlayStation 4. I managed to pick up the Switch version for like 40 bucks, which has three full games in it, which is like 60 hours of content. And I'm about a third of the way through. And I want to talk about that because oh, yeah. good times. Sweet. And yeah, I get to say lawyery things for the rest of the episode. Huzzah. Like, wow. please don't take my legal advice. That's my legal advice. <laughs> so I, I think that just goes with that saying. Yeah, you think so. <laughs> but, but at the end of the show, I said, this is the place. This is where you come for it. Oh, that's just a, a bit of artistic license. I hope that's Surely. what the, I, hope that, <laughs> I really hope that's how the judge rules. Um, all right. So what was this What was this small feature thing that you saw, Alex? Um, so the Book of Mormon. Mm. Yeah. It was good. Let's Would pre- recommend. Let's pretend <laughs> I don't know anything about it okay. apart from the fact that it's back in Brisbane. Uh, there's a there's a big uh, billboard on my way home that tells me every time when I'm recording it's back in Brisbane. Hasadiga Ibaway. Uh, bless you. But what is what is? Tell me about it. Um, actually, not that bad of a response. <laughs> Kinda. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? What What's the translation? It's either "fuck off, God" or "fuck you, God." Fuck you, God. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. And Mormons like to do this? No. Um, okay, so it starts off... Um, <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know what the story is. I'm not, this is not a bit. Tell okay. me the story. <laughs> For all those who haven't seen it but want to, spoilers. Um, that really came out of nowhere. I saw him <laughs> pressing the button too, but I wasn't ready. Oh. Um, okay, so it starts off um, and you're in the like, Mormon training camp sort of thing. Like... Ding dong, hello. Like it's me, whole, Jesus. There's a whole song. It's a hell of an opening. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Actually, it starts before that with Jesus. Ha, 
I'm Jesus. And I'm, and they go to New York. Is this a bit? Or it starts with Jesus. Start, starts with Jesus. Oh, yeah. cool. So I've it's, watched enough South Park that I can accidentally <laughs> predict how this goes. This is good. This is an experiment yeah. for me. Good. Yeah. Um, and, and like gives the whole like uh, story of how Jesus, when he was, uh, after he was put on the cross, he went over to New York to tell the people like, hey, I'm here. Um, you should live this way or whatever in ancient New York times, <laughs> in ancient America. Um, you're fine. Please continue. <laughs> I'm just attempting to do some socials during the episode. Oh, okay. I literally feels like you're it, it taking should. a picture. Yeah, it should feel like that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> exactly what's happening. Please continue. Uh, well, okay. Sorry about you did, you that didn't little prepare for nugget. Us. I didn't bring my photo taking um, suspenders. Ooh. <laughs> my grandfather has pirate suspenders that he wears out. <laughs> I like to think that, that the, the two levels of suspenders are whatever and pirate yeah. suspenders. <laughs> I have a set of pirate suspenders. To, I told you. <laughs> it's great. Anyway, yeah, then um so then it goes to the the Mormon training camp and then they get partnered off to their compa- like companion person. And um, they get told where they're going to go and like ding and dong bitch. Don't get to go to Orlando. They don't get to go to Orlando. Um, but they do get to go to Somalia? No. Uganda. 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 <laughs> yes. One of the African countries, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Same diff. <laughs> so, no, certainly not. <laughs> and when when they get into town, um the Oh, the, everyone's like riddled with like AIDS and disease, and one guy has maggots in his testicle or scrotum. Um, but he makes a point of notifying. Can you everybody. do me a Every favor? Week. I need to test my theory about the South Park thing. Can you build up to like a and then a blank happens, and I'll see if I can predict the next step. Okay, I was just about to explain the Hasadiga Ibabai. Oh no! Which is just like naturally <laughs> when there's, when there is a pause that you can make for me, so I can jump in. Okay, it's just organically, it's fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> organic. Just, just keep talking <laughs> as you were. So, the, the town's motto thing, which is a whole song, is Hasadiga Ibawai. And, like, they're like, oh, just just say Hasadiga Ibawai. And so, there's these Mormon guys just saying, like, fuck off God or fuck you God, whatever it is. Fuck you God. Um, and it it's funny because one of them, like, asks, oh, what does it mean? And it's like, oh, well, <laughs> Ibawai. God, Hasa, Diga, fuck you. He's like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be saying this. Um, and then the other guy is like a bit, little bit goofy and he's like running around. He's like having a good time saying Hasa, Diga, Ibwe. And um, it's, it, it, it's fun. And then later on, one of the guys uh, is like, he's like the goody two-shoes, like best Mormon out there. He's going to convert everyone. Mm. Um, fails. And... He's like, oh, I just want to go to Orlando, the, the place of like dreams and Universal Studios. And no, Disneyland. Disneyland. Uh, Disney World, sorry. Disney World. Uh, the happiest place on earth. Um, Apparently. Uh, yeah. Hasn't been to Vegas. True. True. Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> it's closer to you would think you would be yeah. there. In fact, there was the, the Mormons settled Las Vegas before anybody else. It was originally Mormon settlement, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. They love the desert a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then he has this sort of like fever dream, almost where he's in. Wait, which him? The really gro- the really yeah, good the, Mormon, okay. the good one. 
Oh, I think it's the fever dream. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So up in, was he there for the, so he's the one that's in Orlando? No, he was, he's the one who wants to go to Orlando. Okay. I thought there were three Mormons. Are there only two? There's two. Oh, I thought there was a third one that was really good. There is more Mormons, but the main two characters. Okay, so they just left. They go two by two, Seb. No, but I thought he was talking, then there's this other really good Mormon. I thought there was a third Mormon. Okay, I was not paying attention. Unless you're talking about Jesus. Well, yeah, the best of Mormons. Okay, so he has a fever dream. Sort of. But where where are they currently at? So they're in Uganda. They're still in Uganda? The, the goofy one is having a great time because he's like converting people and... Um, ah, but he's doing oh, it in a very specific way. He's, he's kind of merging like Star Wars and Star Trek into like... Because he's never read the Book of Mormon. Yep. So he's like, uh, yeah. And then, and then they, they beamed them down from the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> or, and, and so the baptism scene is innuendo for... Seb? I mean, when you use the innuendo, no, I'm lost. <laughs> so, uh, the, give me a minute. Sorry. No, no. As you said, he has a dream. Now there's a baptism scene. I'm uh, so confused. Different scene. This is going to be better for you to predict. Okay. So now uh, there's a baptism scene. Yeah. And am I, am I guessing what the one that doesn't know anything about being Mormon does instead? Mm-hmm. Well, no, that he does it. Just not great. But. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so the whole song is about is about like he's never done this before, she's never done this before, um, and like they're scared and they're nervous and like they're ready to go. Oh yeah, it's Jaws. Going. They reenact Jaws. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Correct. Done. <laughs> Had to be there. Yeah. Anyway, that's basically the what movie. was the fever dream? <laughs> oh, fever dream. The fever dream. <laughs> it's it's a fantastic number. It, it really is great. Beautiful. Imagine Jesus. <laughs> Imagine Jesus. I'm imagining Jesus. As an American rock star. Oh. It's really good. The all-American wearing, prophet. Is he wearing like an Uncle Sam hat as well? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, it's the Hell yeah. Dream. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Spooky Hell Dream. Oh, I haven't seen the show in a while. Okay, the guys, what is happening? <laughs> so, there's a spooky Zane is off mic losing his shit yeah. to my side. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's a good show. It's there's a really a lo- good show. A lot of good happens. What's um, the Spooky the Hell, Hell Dream? Number two. So, there's like Hitler and... <laughs> Um, Just else? use your imagination, Seb. Who could possibly be in hell? I guess Hitler. Um, <laughs> and um, I reckon South Park, they would have thrown in George Bush. He's not dead What's yet. Yeah, no. yeah they, have you seen South Park? I have. Half people in hell aren't dead yet. Saddam Hussein was in hell for <laughs> like 10 no. years before he died. Everybody everybody in hell in the, in the South Park. Saddam Hussein has been in hell for like 10 years prior to him being executed. Yeah, that's in the South Park. That's, I'm saying this, this, this is. Oh, I'm equating the logic to the other show. No, but nobody else in the in the in the well, was Saddam there? South Park universe was Saddam there? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one that we know is there. He's in the movie, Seb. Oh, you can't keep confusing movies and musical theater. Actually, I forget who else was there. <laughs> Bill Cosby was Bill Cosby out of there. He wasn't. He wasn't a bad guy yet. Yeah, but they when can they, they can it, just no. literally write in and now Bill Cosby's there and just no. have him appear for the one scene. Matt Stone and Trey Parker are cleverer than that. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. No, they don't they don't exactly this clever. They don't resort to gimmicks. They make a point of whatever they're writing to. So who's in to hell make it then? mean something? Apart from Hitler, which the, the devil. Well the, yes. Anyone else? <laughs> George Burns. It's just two Martha people. Stewart. <laughs> no, no. We have anybody there you want. I f- I, f- I literally forget. Well, this is a great guessing game for me to play when you have no idea who's there. 
I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) Oh, George Bush, that's stupid. Oh, who was there? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. And then he wakes up and he's like, actually, this is what I meant to do. Rah, rah, rah. And he becomes and then, a pro skateboarder. And then because there's been so many baptisms, the, the head people in Mormon town come over and um, to Uganda and they're like, you want to see all these converts? And then the whole town like puts on this show about like the Book of Mormon and they're telling the, the goofy guy his version with like the Starship Enterprise and... The Skywalkers and everything merged in. And there's this whole thing about, like, um, what was was the the, dysentery? Or, like, shitting themselves and then having to drink the water because they're shitting themselves, but they're shitting into the water that they're drinking. So, and then they all die. Oh, okay. Is that the end? No, in in the... um, Oh, in in the the, story. Yeah. That they're telling. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And then... The, the head guys are like, oh, no. That's not... <laughs> yeah. And then the, they are um, Uganda. There's a, there's a song, I Am American or something, or I Am America, and then it changes at the end to I Am Uganda. Okay. Africa. I Am Africa. There you go. And that's the Book of Mormon. It's really fun. It It's a lot better than how I described it. <laughs> I would well, go see it again. I think you yeah. did it very succinctly. Thank you. My pleasure. Yeah. Andrew, what are you talking about today? So... <clears throat> Star Wars Nine, the trailer has dropped. It features, uh, yeah, features Ray promptly. I'm not excited by it. Oh at all. yeah, it's it's a teaser trailer. It looks like it's going to be gimmicky. It's it's teasing you. Yeah. Anyway, in the wake of the Force Awakens, did you say wank? In the in wake, the wank. wake of Force Awakens. <laughs> yep. We're sure. not going to be talking about wanking over Star Wars here. Why not? Because that sort of thing is not done in proper company. It's true. This okay. is this is a company now. This is you do that shamefully on your own, and then wipe the tears away with your Delete Chewbacca them. branded napkins. Shamefully, very shamefully. I'm not proudly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chewbacca. in the wake of the Force Awakens, there was a lot of speculation as to Ray's origin. Oh yeah, that is whole she thing. a Skywalker? Is she a descendant of? Um, Everyone Kenobi. Is she a giant cat that doesn't have its <laughs> hair and its ears are different than cats? So you can't tell, but she's a cat. And in yeah. The Last Jedi, it's, you know, Kylo Ren kind of says to her, they were nobody. I always interpreted that as he was just lying to her to get her to, to be on his side because, yeah. you know, dark side people lie all the time. Hell, even Yoda deceived uh, Luke about his origins, mm. um, not with the intent of. Deceiving him indefinitely, just he wasn't ready to take the burden, as he described. Still a dick move, but for the right reasons. Did he though? Yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan definitely did. Well, he lies by omission. Like, yep. yeah, I knew your father. <laughs> I haven't seen him since the Clone Wars when he died. Yeah. So, so maybe, died. maybe, hopefully, we'll find out in, uh, in The Rise of Skywalker her actual origins and confirming whether she is a nobody coming up from very humble beginnings, which or I think is a bit of a stupid thing to do. A popular theory is that she's a cat, like, <laughs> um, like a wise person once said. But one of the theories that uh, I quite liked and I think is quite compelling is the Ray Palpatine theory, mm. that she's either a descendant of or possessed by Palpatine. Huh. So let's go yeah. into this one. I'm going to go on a journey. Journey, journey, journey. The descendant theory 
uh, goes along like this. There are a few points of evidence for it. It's nowhere near as compelling as the um, Darth Jar Jar theory, which I am way on board with. I think we talked about that in the very first variety hour. Yeah, It was definitely our first week of recording, so first yeah. or second episode, yeah. Now, that, as far as I'm concerned, is all but canon, only because Lucas... Ugh, Back down because of the he he didn't feel like he could pull off the reveal because Jaja was such a hated character after Phantom Menace. You but I think what? he it, it was absolutely his intent to to do that. But he, we'll never I, know. Hey, he should have just done it. He should have done it because it would have been a brilliant move. After after uh, watching the Darth Jaja theory and kind of in 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 detail going through it and then watching Phantom Menace again, it is so sinister. Mm. It is really good. It's actually kind of a genius thing. That he managed to trick everybody into, you know, thinking that Jar Jar was this bumbling idiot. Whereas you look at all the clues and you kind of go, "Fuck, that's actually that's like yeah. kind of good." Anyway, um, mm. <laughs> the descendant theory for Ray Palpatine, their fighting style is very similar. We only ever see dark side people doing a stabbing motion with their lightsabers, mm. um, and it's sort of the go-to for Palpatine when he's confronted by. Mace Windu. He does like six stabs in like he, a Yeah, he's seconds, very yeah. stabby. And Ray is also very stabby. Darth Maul doesn't fight with a stab, but he does finish off Qui-Gon with a stab mm. instead of a slice. But he doesn't fight with a stab, whereas Ray fights with a stab as well. So that's, you know, one piece of evidence in her favour. Can I give it a counter evidence? I think Vader kills Obi-Wan with a slash. Very much a slash. Yeah. Yeah, it's no it it's not that it's not that you have to do a stab with a dark side, just that only dark side people do a yep. stab. True. Okay. Very important logical uh, uh, just, just, uh, point there. The theory would not work <laughs> if we didn't challenge it, so this is good. Uh, names have meaning in Star Wars. Like Luke means light, Yoda means wisdom, Darth Vader means dark father, you know, uh, uh Tyrannus, tyrannical Sidious, insidious. All these things have, have have a meaning that is, you know, not. Sometimes it's obvious, but sometimes it's a, a little bit more more subtle. I always uh, thought Darth Tyrannus was just like a dinosaur boy. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of a cop out. Yeah. Darth yeah. Maul. He was Maul is hammer. Also, hammer to be mauled was yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as well to be mauled. So, <laughs> yeah, but he yeah. was yeah, but he was a bit of a, a hammer for for Palpatine. He kind of sent him off whenever he needed a mission. A gavel. Uh, I guess Darth Plagueis has. It, I mean, when you spell it out, it has like a plague right in it. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly right. So, Ray in Spanish uh, means king or royalty, huh. right? So, that could allude to her royal connection of Palpatine being the, the emperor, of course. Um, it could also be um, just missing the, the letter G for grey, as in she is going to be the the balance between the, the dark and the light. She's going to oh, be yeah. the one that adopts both sides and finds and finds the balance within herself not to be swayed to either one necessarily. She might explode. Possibly. <laughs> there's there's one which I really like and that's the theme song, the, the theme music, the leitmotif for for Ray and Palpatine. Oh, yeah. <coughs> the Emperor's the Emperor's theme. New groove. In the, <laughs> the Emperor's theme which you hear in the throne room of um, Return of the Jedi prominently. Oh, yeah, yeah, do, yeah. do, do, you know that, that dark yeah, one? Yeah. So, Ray's leitmotif, that dun, da, 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 dun, da, 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 exactly the same notes as Palpatine's theme. It's hmm. just sped up and made to be a bit bubblier and, and more exciting, but exactly the same notes. Okay. John Williams himself confirmed that 
that was that uh, Palpatine's theme was an influence in writing okay. um, uh, Rays. Interesting. Are there any narrative reasons that are referenced for this theory? N- not specifically. Nothing yet. Okay. No. But 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 as far as story writing is concerned, um, with Disney Star Wars, they don't really go into the subtlety very much. Like everything is very much on the surface. Mm. They don't use metaphors nearly as much as Lucas did. Like he drew on a lot of um, background. Uh, uh, what do you want to call it? Um, sources and he, he paid homage to a lot of different of different things. Sometimes ripping them off blatantly, but a lot of the time there was a lot of influence from from a lot of different sources. Whereas Disney is just kind of on on the surface. No, this is the story we want to tell. This is the political point we want to make, and that's and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Whether it works or not is is a different argument. Sure. There's also the um, Star Wars um, rhyming structure of how it of how the the stories work. Again, Disney has kind of abandoned that for the most part. But as far as the theory is concerned, it kind of kind of makes sense. Like Luke is a light side guy. He was born of a couple of goodies. His father turned dark, but only after conceiving him. Ray may be secretly dark, will be more tempted to the, to the dark side because she's the offspring of somebody dark. Mm. She would have to be Palpatine's granddaughter or something for the timelines to to work up. See, one of the theories I had read ages ago. And it's just as ludicrous because it's based off what? These are theories, and they're they're, they're fun to explore, but they're certainly not canon. Did you even bring up the fact that, okay, um, what was it? It was like Ray is effectively the remake of Anakin? Oh, no, I I, I don't think I would have said that, no. Yeah, there was one one of them like that because... Well, there's there's another theory that that I quite like that is kind of compelling, and it has an interesting backstory too. So in the this one this one is about a possessed item, right? That Palpatine has imprinted himself on on, on something. So in the Horcrux, yeah, 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 yeah. In the Star Wars comics, there's a uh, dark lord called Lord Momen, and he was obsessed with the dark side, uh, with dark side worship, creating art to sort of honor uh, the darkness. In one instance, he wipes out an entire planet by letting this. Death Star scale weapon sort of charge up and be, you know, ready to, to fire imminently. Um, <laughs> at that at that moment, um, when the inhabitants know their death is imminent, he channels his force power to freeze time, capturing the expression on their faces, right for all eternity as a sort of monument to 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 fear and uh, and pain. Hmm. Isn't that isn't that great? Like I mean, creepy as hell, really yeah. sinister, but just. Oh. That's huh. good. That's some good story writing right there. I'm going to get... But, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to get a letter about this because it's going to be kind of wrong. But there was actually a dropped line from... What's the, what was the, the third movie in the series? As in like one, two, three. Not, not the... Oh, Revenge, of the, Revenge of the Sith, yeah. Yeah. There was a dropped line in that one um, where Palpatine kind of half states that he is the reason Anakin's mom got pregnant. That's yeah. sort of implied. Yeah. So yeah. I guess in theory with the Ray one, if they're kind of picking up on that idea, it could be the same thing in regards to Ray. Maybe she literally didn't have parents, well, but she was yeah, possibly created, but, yeah, as created a by. That's exactly right. That's that's another thing. Yeah. Um, Palpatine himself is uh, in that scene is talking about Darth Plagueis. Yes. And there's there's some some people who have speculated that Palpatine is, is Plagueis. Yeah. Not that he lied about it. Just that Palpatine genuinely was. Um, Plagueis' apprentice learned how to how to do the thing, or at least was taught enough of, of how to reincarnate, 
kills Plagueis, thereby releasing him from his body, where Plagueis goes, ha, 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 I tricked you, and possesses Palpatine's younger, more mm. fertile body. Ooh. I didn't and and, and, it carries on, <laughs> yeah. and carries on being, being Plagueis in secret. I yeah. kind of like that one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Lord Moman, he transfers his spirit into a helmet, allowing his eternal spirit to possess anybody who wears it. Mm. Now, the Knights of Ren are all helmet wearers. Yes. They all wear helmet, <laughs> even Kylo Ren himself. And Kylo Ren worships Vader's helmet. Yeah. In The Force Awakens, at least. It's sort of there and he's, and he's got it in. Vader, as well, at the end of Return of the Jedi, when he's dying, he tells Luke, you know, help me take this, this mask off. So if Palpatine had imprinted himself on Vader's mask, kind of half-possessing Vader or waiting until you know, he's dead so he can possess Vader's mechanical body, half-mechanical body, his spirit may be living on through this thing and he's just using Kylo Ren to sort of get close to, to Rey or whatever so that he can zap into her and be Palpatine in a, in a body reborn. I really like it. <clears throat> I have a question. Yeah. So Darth Maul... Gets chopped yeah, in half. He's, yeah, he's back. <laughs> falls down a giant pit yeah. of the like, an uh, energy vent or whatever. Um, comes back with yeah. spider legs. Spider sure. legs. Yep. <laughs> so really, we never see him die in the first one. We just get it, see him getting chopped in half. Yeah. Red Letter Media very recently, like in the last couple of days, have done a wonderful video um, playing on the the end line of the trailer which is nobody's ever really gone and just showing all the, all the instances in Star Wars where people have died and then come back or not really died or whatever and yep. oh, nobody's yeah. ever really gone it's do brilliant. a super cut there's some Marvel characters it's so to good. that yeah. it's so good um, <laughs> so Sidious gets thrown over the side by by Vader yep Vader we don't ever see him die I will caveat no? though and then say his Death Star does explode again that's true, but, but we don't see him. Not we escape. Don't see, <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what's down the bottom of that. We don't know. Yeah, it could if just be marshmallows. No, marshmallows and a speeder. Could be, but again, the Death Star yeah. explodes. We see the sort of the remnants of it in the in the trailer for um, Rise of Skywalker. Mm. So he may have imprinted himself on something in the Death Star. But if he imprinted himself on Vader's mask, Luke took the mask with him, burnt true. it, sure, but it survived long enough for Kylo Ren to still have it. So Palpatine could very well still be around, and of course he laughs at the end of the trailer and Ian McDiarmid showed up at the trailer's release and sort of confirmed, yeah, I'm, I'm in it or not or whatever, but I'm here. What's interesting is um, in the, is it the Clone Wars series? Or the Rebels, Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, one of the animated cartoon series, the ones that's currently being made, like the... the Disney one? Yeah, one of the, I mean, they're all Disney now, but yeah, one of the Disney ones. Um, the ones that are still in canon yeah. also. Um, they actually just brought time travel in. Yeah. And specifically, the way they use time travel is you travel to like this other plane and it's like this big tree and you pretty much just walk from portal to portal and it's different instances in time. In, in the Star and Wars comics, there's a, there's a time portal as well. Yeah, yeah. and there's a scene where um, they actually take a character that was originally in canon. Um, she was a young Jedi that was trained up with Anakin during the Clone Wars and then when he turned to Vader, he Sick ends girl. up killing her yeah. and he 
takes her out of that scene. So like we've had a canon death that happened in the yeah. series uh, in like two se- two different shows ago. Yeah. And then the show suddenly rocks up and is like, yoink, <laughs> you're not killed. But yeah. in that series, which is still Disney canon, the emperor is also aware that this is a thing. Yep. Yep. So it, um, it, I don't no, think they'll st- do it. In movie nine of a no. franchise, it's pretty balls. And you'd be like, oh, fuck it, time travel's here. No, but we'll see, we're going to see Avengers in a, a, a night. So who <laughs> fucking knows? And I, and, I, and I don't think Disney is that clever. I don't think they like being that um, cryptic about things. I think they prefer that their audiences, you know, very obviously interpret what they what they mean. Mm. That it's not left to speculation, which is a shame because there's there's a there's a really voluminous richness to the Star Wars lore, especially the original trilogy. Yeah, um, mm. drawing on all of its sources, it was fantastic. The the movies aren't that great to rewatch now, but but in telling the story and in knowing the story, it's very complex and complicated and sophisticated it's good well so who knows who knows um, what, what we'll find out about ray but it's fun to speculate and i just wanted to let you both know that the ray palpatine theory is a winner with me good yeah. cool phoenix Wright, ace attorney are you guys familiar with this at all no i have no idea what you just said okay is so it an x-men thing no, no, it's, no. It's, there you go. <laughs> oh, because the Phoenix. I'm like, where did you get X-Men That's from? the only reference to Phoenix I, I know. Harvey Birdman. Ah. I mean, like, that's closer than what Andrew said, so <laughs> you get the point. <laughs> Alex gets the square. Um, is, that, is, that, is that the right phrase? I've never seen that show. Um, yeah. so Thanks Fe- for listening, everyone. Yep. <laughs> so Phoenix writes, I want to say, I think it was the Game Boy Advance it started on. It's a legal game. It's... Um, Japanese animation style to it. It is on. It started on Nintendo. Um, you're a defense attorney named Phoenix Wright, all in the title. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love this idea already. Yep. So in the first game, there's like four or five chapters, which are four or five different cases. And it's a weird one. So you're, you're, you're the defendant, sorry, defense attorney. So you, you get given the defendant. There's a huge case that's always stacked against them. You've got to go through witness testimonies and it's all animated for you line per line. Wow. And you have to try and find, um, using the evidence that you have on you, if there are any contradictory parts of their statements to then call them and say like, here's the statement that's wrong. Here's the piece of evidence that contradicts that to try and unravel why their testimony has an innate flaw in it. Oh, that's fantastic. It's really entertaining. It can be difficult in parts and other parts. It's, it's like the first level is quite simple. Um, I'll explain a bit more of the mechanics in regards to the first case because the first case happens in a day. So, okay. The way the trial system works in this world, everyone speaks English and all that in the game, but I think it's technically set in Japan. But within the narrative, due to a big increase in court cases, the judicial system was overwhelmed. So <laughs> streamline. They did streamline Ex- it to a <laughs> summary executions. To a three-day trial structure. If after three days a defendant cannot be declared innocent, they are guilty. That's a fine regardless. Give it for a game. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, if at any point the argument is if if you, if you have a witness that you comes up and says, Yeah, I saw them do it, and there's no way of refuting what they've said. Guilty on the spot. Like right. you've, you've have to. You you can't let one witness go by without having them shown flawed. So are you given when when a bit of evidence comes out? Are you given choices on how to respond? Or? So they'll give their testimony, and then you can replay it literally like sentence by sentence. And that's when. So okay, the first one you're defending your friend Larry Butts. It's very cheesy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been framed for the murder of his girlfriend. Uh. The murder weapon is a statue called. You know, you guys know the the famous statue, the Thinker. The man yes. like sitting there yeah. with his fist in his thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, he has a statue of that. But uh, yeah, about twenty centimeters tall. That's the murder weapon. Now, guys giving the statement. 
uh, the, uh, saying that he saw Larry um, commit the murder. Or, or he, you know, afterwards, or whatever. And he says, yeah, he hit her on the head with that clock. So you're like, oh, okay, because you look at the, the your evidence and it's listed as a statue. But it is actually a clock. But the way okay. the clock works, you've got to turn the head, the head clicks back, and then it will say, I think the time is blah. Oh, nice. <laughs> so you're like, how do you know it was a clock? Because even in the witness, um, even in like where it's listed as evidence, it says statue. You'd only know it was a clock if you've touched it because it looks like a statue. Interesting. So it's saying like, now, okay, he knows something that he can't possibly know. And starting with that and then being able to kind of unwind their entire testimony. And the game gives a big gimme. Like you never just get your client declared innocent. You also get, because the, the work in is the real murderer is often a witness in the case. Right. And you will often get them declared guilty by the judge by the end of the case. So no, no separate trial for them? No separate like, trial. It's in. all streamlined. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you've got, uh, he's got like a rival um, prosecution attorney called Miles Edgeworth, which is, he's fucking fantastic. Nice. Um, but he's super diligent, but also super dodgy at the same time. Okay. He's like, yeah, here's some evidence that I didn't declare early. <laughs> so like, you'll be like, ha, that's impossible. Here's the autopsy that says this person died at midnight. It's like, ah, your autopsy's old. Here's the new better autopsy that shows there's a 15 minute time difference. And you're like, oh, you bastard. But yeah, it's just, it makes you think. It's just a nice little logical puzzle game effectively because you've just got to work shit out from... You know, that two bits awesome. of yeah. it's really entertaining and art style's great music's really good it is it's a lot of reading so if you if you don't like games where you just it is the game is reading but a lot of choices come within that um, and then uh, in between trial days because so there's three days of trial and three days of investigation investigation you'd actually travel around to everywhere that's relevant to that case and find evidence talk to people to get to get things that will show you inconsistencies that you'll have to remember for later on to try and work out what's happened. And yeah. And it, the first so it's logic memory. Yep. Um, a, a genuine puzzle game. Yeah. Awesome. And really, I just enjoy it. It's just, it's cute. And it was really, really well um, remade for the um, switch. Like it looks right. really crisp. I played when I use the switch, I play it handheld mode. I don't play it on the TV or anything just cause I just don't. So I don't know how, it, I don't you know how it holds. You. You're so yeah. cool. I know. Right. But Modern. Oh. I don't know how it looks when it's blown up onto a TV, but it right. looks really great on the Switch screen. But yeah, it's a good time. But Legal Eagle, the YouTube channel you recommended, yes, because I had watched something about Phoenix Wright. I got a recommended video on YouTube yeah. saying watch him. Yeah. So I watched him, and he's like, I have, yeah, I, I don't know. He goes through and lists all the inconsistencies. He's like, yeah, this is very inconsistent to an American law style. And, Absolutely. And I was like. Yeah, and you say it's a, like, it's a fun game, but you wouldn't want to have a trial based in this universe. No, not at all. <laughs> but he did no research on the actual trial system in it, and he kept saying like, "I'm not sure how that worked and stuff." And I'm like, "Oh, it's just like one one paragraph of reading will tell you." And I was yeah. like, "Didn't do your uh, research, a eh, lawyer." <laughs> well, his his channel to come to his defense, his. <laughs> His channel is not about reviewing games. It's about teaching people about the legal system. Yeah. The, the American yeah. legal which, system. Which yeah. he certainly does a yeah. fantastic job of. Oh, to a certain extent, the English common, common law. Not the law, Japanese um, one, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Japanese common law, I think, um, is very similar to English. It had a lot Maybe. of... It, the Japanese legal system had a lot of influence from uh, the French when, oh. they, when they reopened their, their borders at the barrel of American uh, ship cannons. Okay, interesting. <laughs> and to wrap up, Commodore my- Commodore Matthew Perry sailed in. Matthew to Perry. Matthew Perry sailed into uh, Tokyo Bay 
in 1880-something mm. or 1860-something and basically said to the Japanese, you're going to stop this isolation crap, you're going to open up your borders and you're going to start trading. And oh, the emperor fine. went, all right. <laughs> you, make a good, you make a good argument. You're going to star in Friends later on, so why not? Um, and to round out my Phoenix Wright uh, fortnight of fun, um, I also watched the movie. Okay. It's in Japanese with subtitles. It was on Netflix Ugh. for a while, but luckily I have procured it in other means at some point, and it was on my hard drive. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Anyway, um, it's one of those weird cases where you know when they always adapt uh, some sort of Japanese property, everyone's like, oh, they never make them look like they do in the comic or the cartoon. They always look so Western, blah, blah, blah. Everyone looks exactly like they do in the co- in the game. Of course. And it looks crazy. And I love it, it's but fun. it looks crazy. Yeah. Like, I, it's, I'll show you guys off off mic later, but like the, just the character's hair designs and they lean fully <laughs> into it when they do this movie. And it's like, what are you doing? But please don't stop. What are we talking like, you know, 80s style glam hair. Phoenix, in, right. In, his hair in spikes the towards the back. Like he's a cartoon character that's constantly running. Right. <laughs> and it's just like that in this. And it's, oh, it's, it's kind of gorgeous. Beautiful. But fun movie. I watched it a few times. Not just the, not this week. I watched it once this week, but watched a few times in general. It's not bad if you like it. It's pretty much the entire first game, which is, well, it, it ships through, speeds, sorry, speeds through some of the trials, but it's like the first four trials combined into like one continuous case. Because in the first game, at least, they all sort of link, like you meet your friend and get him declared innocent, but then the murder weapon from that case ends up being used in the second case. And then oh. the person that murders the person in the second case had motivations to with the third case. Like it's kind of a Oh, so you don't just link. move from puzzle to puzzle. Like they're all linked to so the first other. four yeah. in the first game are linked. The fifth one is, from what I can tell, because I'm probably playing the fifth in that first game. Right. I, people all know each other, but it is a separate, complete story because you kind of wrap off like, with that fourth case, this old mystery from 15 years ago that's got one day left until it's, it's declared a cold. It's done. Yeah. Anyway, is this, is, is this one of those games where the where the victim in the very last trial turns out to be the the Murder? Oh, no, no, sorry. The 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 victim in the first one turns out to be the murderer in the last one, or something. I haven't had a twist like that oh, yet. Okay, all right. But like my my your your rival prosecutor ends up being a defendant oh, of yours two <laughs> cases later. <laughs> yep, mm, it's pretty highly great. unorthodox, but I'll <laughs> allow it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Anyway, that was it. Have we actually Zane? Have we gone for an hour this time? Oh, okay. I, I was like, we feel like we're running really long on this one. It feels we, like we, the longest variety hour we've ever done. <laughs> we may actually yeah. live up to our name. <laughs> awesome. Well, that was a show. Yeah. Uh, let's do socials, Alex. Facebook.com uh, <laughs> <laughs> slash second take. You is did it. The handle. And what's a handle? Or at us at second take. Okay. Well done. At us. <laughs> You can find us on Instagram at Second Take Podcast, or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. At us, bro. You can email us at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And we have a website, secondtakepodcast.com. I definitely didn't forget mm. any <laughs> of those things. Um, Seems like I was most prepared today. Yeah. <laughs> we may actually, in place of a variety hour coming up, they may actually be able to put up an interview that Ooh. I've got lined up. I'm just trying to work out the logistics of how do I record said interview because it's a phone interview. We'll figure it out. So there might be a fun surprise popping up on this 
in the next two weeks. But if not, it means I couldn't work my phone. So you're welcome. <laughs> Deal. Yep. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Outro music. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Doesn't work anymore. No, nah, we'll just stick it in somewhere. We'll I've, fix it in post. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> For a couple of weeks, I've been using the Golden Girls um, theme song to like exit a show. I don't know why. How did that come about? Because it's better than ending it with that. No, our theme song is fantastic. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.